This is Michelle. This is Mia. And this is Cassie. And, and we know what you did on Fear Street. It's that time of year again. I'm sure you are sick of all of the Christmas carols, just like Reva Dalby is. So <laughs> back and listen to us discuss the slightly chilling Violet <laughs> Night. It's a super chiller. It is a super chiller. It's only chillingly super. It's only a super chiller because it takes place during the winter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We've established that. <laughs> and there's parts. Are there yeah. parts in other books? Only that we yeah. read? There were. I think so. Are there yeah. super chillers? I don't know if there were parts in the other ones. Yeah, I don't think there were parts. I think it was just that the dead life. Cheerleaders. That was a uh, super. Yeah, it's a special it's one. A super special, super it's special a, episode. It's a babysitter's club book. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> wow, I did not want to have this for babysitters. <laughs> the ancient evils, your babysitter. Listen, I would totally pit Christy Thomas against the ancient evil any day of the week. <laughs> yeah. Winging. That's true. That's true. Um, ancient evil versus Marianne Spear. Ancient evil. <laughs> so what about this book? Um, I really oh God, wait. like the cover a lot. I do too, but did, Cassie, did you get the, do you have a copy of the book or do you have an ebook? No, I have a copy of the book. Does your tagline say, happy holidays, you're dead? Yes. <laughs> I really want you to say it. <laughs> Uh, you want me to dramatically read the tagline? Yeah, I do. Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> if we're going to officially get started, you need to dramatically read everything. Right, right. I mean, that's true. All right, well, I'll start with the tagline because why not? <clears throat> Happy holidays. You're dead. Welcome to Fear Street. Don't listen to the stories they tell you about Fear Street. Wouldn't you rather explore it yourself and see what the dark terrors and unexplained mysteries are true? You're not afraid, are you? Don't open that present! If only Riva Dalby had listened to that warning. But beautiful, cold Riva won't listen to anyone. Reva thinks she can have whatever and whoever she wants. After all, her daddy owns Dolby department stores. Now, Reva has some surprises in store for her. Robbery, terror, even murder. Someone wants to treat Reva to a holiday she'll never forget. Holiday cheer quickly turns into holiday chills for Reva. Someone is stalking her. Someone is trying to get to her. Her money can't help her. No one can. After all, who can you turn to when murder comes gift-wrapped? That might be your best one. It might be. <laughs> really good. So- so long. It was Why really long. It was good. <laughs> murder. <laughs> oh, murder. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh, I love it. So what about the, uh, this cover that I? This might. This is one of my favorite covers. You like it? Yes. <laughs> she looks like she's trapped inside like a 
an ornament, but I think it's just a <laughs> or a window. Yeah. It doesn't happen. It is doesn't it like the front sense. door? Is it a front door? That's the weirdest front door I've ever seen. And what is this? Why is the wreath so low? I don't, I don't know. It doesn't make any sense, but I love it. I like her face. Yeah. She looks truly shocked. And she looks like yeah. what I pictured her to look like. Except for the like weird fluffy hair. That's like 90s, 80s hair. I feel like she needs more makeup, though. She constantly was talking about, like, magenta lipstick mm-hmm. and fixing her eyeshadow. And, like, she looks like she's not even wearing any makeup here. Like, maybe a little lip gloss. Yeah. But she definitely needs more. And also, it, it looks like she's, like, Alice through the looking glass. Like, yes. it looks like she's breaking through the mirror. Yeah, it does. Especially with her, like... Is it her right hand, the one on the left? Like, it looks like it's going through water. Maybe she's trying to break out of this book. Yeah. Maybe she's like, no, I even I can't handle this. I'm, I'm piecing out. <laughs> yeah. I don't blame her. Can we talk about that magenta lipstick, though? I, I just wanted to be like, sweetie, you're a ginger. Stop. Yeah, that's... Like, that's no. Great. We gingers do not wear magenta. In I'm the sorry. 90s, everyone wears magenta. I did not wear magenta. <laughs> well, that's because you were like. I wore flannel in college. Yeah, you were, let's say, you were like grunge. <laughs> I was more like still sleeping and couldn't manage to put together an outfit. I um, also didn't wear magenta. I was all about the berry. Still am. So, yeah, I really, I just, I like that it's. The cover is really themed. It's very mm-hmm. Christmassy. I like yeah. her face. She looks very shocked and it looks realistic. Like the painter, whoever painted this cover did a great job with that. It doesn't make any sense if you actually look at the cover, but it, I still enjoy it. It did not happen. This no. is legit a book that did not happen or like a cover that it did not happen in the book. Moving on from the cover. Okay. <laughs> I think we've talked that to death. Uh, let's get started. Okay, so this book has a prologue, mm-hmm. yes. which was kind of weird we, once we get to the... I know. got really confused, actually, by the time, like, yeah. it was the prologue, and then it was two weeks earlier, and then I missed when they jumped. Yes, that's when I got confused. Yeah. To, like, yeah. the prologue like, again. I wrote in like, my notes, like, okay, now we're back to, like, yeah. now we're back to speed. Like, yeah. So it wasn't just me. No. Yeah, but it didn't mention it. That was the problem. Like, it didn't rep, like, he's done this before where we had prologues that actually happened in the book, Uh but this time he, like, didn't even mention that it was actually happening in real time. He referenced it later in the book and didn't say when it was happening in the actual time. Yeah, it was like she was already healed. Yeah. Yeah. When did that happen? It was, I don't know, I got really confused. Yeah. Yeah, I was too. It was weird. Um, so the prologue opens and Reba is doing as little as possible at her job at the perfume, perfume counter? Yeah. Perfume yeah. counter at her, at daddy's department store. And then she goes to put on her lipstick and somebody stuck a pin in it, which by the way is really terrible and you will go to jail for that. <laughs> yeah. Like, But who like continues to press really hard and put on, like, don't you feel pain and in- yeah. Like, is her pain delayed? Her, like, like her, her, like, synapses aren't firing? Like, it's not catching yeah. the brain in time? 
how much lipstick was she putting on? Yeah, but also, but like she, it was dripping. It was a gruesome yeah. like, description. Like I was like, whoa. That's just because R.L. Stein doesn't know how you put lipstick on. That's true. Like, that's I mean, true. if a needle stabs into my skin at the first touch, I'm going out. Yeah, it's like, pulling away. I'm not keeping going around I, all my lips. Yeah, you're right. R.L. Stein has no idea how lipstick is put on. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and he didn't even bother to, like, ask his wife. Right. Like, I, I got this one. No, I've seen her put it on before. I think <laughs> I got it. <laughs> I'm good. I got this one. But, uh, so my first thought was, first paragraph, and I already understand why you guys love Reva Dalby. Michelle, <laughs> because she's in the mirror adjusting her makeup, and Mia, because she has red hair. That's not the only reason, although I do appreciate the red hair. Yeah. Um, I just like that she is over the top, ridiculously horrible. She is awful. She is savage AF, as the kids say. She is. (laughs) So savage. She's so awful that it's like comedic. Like nobody is that over the top awful in real life. Not, oh Especially no. not on purpose. Like, she is actively trying to think of horrible things to do to people. Yeah. Yeah, she's awful. <laughs> like, oh, sweetie, that's hilarious because you are ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, she is a biatch. Yeah. As your son would say. Yeah. <laughs> Plain and simple. <laughs> uh, and she doesn't really get what she deserves, to be honest. No. 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 Not at all. I'm hoping, I can't remember what happens in the next books, but I'm hoping she's getting more. She doesn't learn a lesson is what happens. Um, (laughs) So, the part one's called Angry Days, and this is two weeks earlier. We'll never get to two weeks later because... No, No, two weeks. Everything's two weeks, right? Everything is. (laughs) Um, So, Reva's breaking up with her boyfriend. Yeah, for, for no reason. No reason. She just decides. Yeah. And they're in the middle of wherever, and she's like, get out of my car and walk. Right? Yeah. So like, whoa. Savage. Although, I'm really confused about how she pulls over to the side, and he's like, why are you stopping? I feel like other guys would be like, all right, let's get it on now. Hank's an idiot. <laughs> oh, but he's kind of a nice idiot. I mean, he is. I appreciated what he did later that we'll get to it, but... I didn't um, repeat, appreciate what he did later. He should have let her die. I mean, no, oh yeah, no, no. I mean, like, I appreciate that he was like, everyone fucking hates you because you're terrible. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I appreciated that. I thought you meant the end end. Yeah, uh, both, no. both of them I appreciate. And she <laughs> wasn't terrible to her dad and her brother, just... She was terrible uh, to her brother. Terrible. No, she wasn't. She was, was like, ugh. Okay, like, ugh, I'm not gonna take you to see Santa. I'm busy. Your little brother. That is how you act to your little brother. But like, no, she said stuff in her head, like towards her little brother. That was like, exactly how you act towards. Little not brothers. when you're that much of an age oh, difference. Yeah. A ten-year age difference. Are you kidding? There's a seven-year between my older brother and my little brother, it's, and they used to beat the crap out of each other. I really liked that she, like, she helped out with her brother a lot more than I helped out with my brother. (laughs) I really liked that part. Plus, she was really close to her dad. They, like, drove into work together, and 
I mean, it was such a, it felt like a 180 compared to how she treated literally everybody else, including other family members. Yeah, her cousin Pam, for yeah, example. She Pam like shit. Yeah. Um, so while we're talk- talking about Mr. Dolby, um, I feel like he's probably super hot. I appreciate the, the salt and pepper thing he's got going on, and he probably dresses really well, and like, you know, is he, do it. He's a dilf like uh, Mr. Corcoran? Yeah, totally, totally. And I am assuming he is a self-made millionaire, billionaire, whatever he is, because his brother. brother is like, on, is super poor. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, like, like, he didn't help him out. So he yeah. must have... Yeah, I don't, I, I don't think, uh, I think Mr. Dalby is a hardcore bootstrap Republican yeah. kind of guy. Probably. Right? <laughs> that makes me like him a little less. Oh, but, me too, me too. But. <laughs> but yeah, no, that makes sense because I was like, I don't understand if the family owns this department store, why does Pam live on Fear Street? Because I think it's just Mr. Dalby. Yeah. I think he started the store. So after she dumps Hank, she goes to the store and that's when she reveals to us that she has like a fear of being alone in the store. Yeah. Which I totally get. Yeah. Yeah. And then she's like frightened by a mannequin, which I also get. Yeah. (laughs) I know. Like ever since I saw mannequin, I don't (laughs) like to be around mannequins by myself. Like I don't (laughs) like to be alone with them. Because you don't know what can I mean, I know that one wasn't bad, but still it's scary. It's like a Chucky thing. Wait, what's that actress's name? Kim Cattrall. Yeah, Kim Cattrall. <laughs> yeah, like, you saw what? Can't watch like, Sex in the City to like, this day. <laughs> um. So, and then a hand reaches out to grab her, which is a mannequin, and that's. Right. How did a mannequin reach out to grab her, though? I did she just, just like walk into it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of mannequins in this. <laughs> if you are afraid of mannequins, this is like not your book. This is not yes. a book for you. No, that's true. Avoid that's this. A, that's a fear. People are afraid of mannequins. Mannequins are creepy. <laughs> they are. And like, if you ever watch like ID or any of those like channels, like people always say, like, oh, I thought it was a mannequin. And then it's a body. I'm sorry. I do not believe that a mannequin and a body. Sh- are close enough no, to be like but I think in their minds they want it to be you know what I mean yeah. like they change it in their mind they're yeah. just like like they're just like it has to be a mannequin because they can't fathom that it would be a dead body so basically Reva gets to hire a bunch of people from school to do holiday jobs right and she gives them out no wait first Mickey's dad gets fired Oh, for okay, drinking yeah. on the job. That's, a, that's, that's important. important. Yeah. So, yeah, first Mr. Wakely, yeah. I think is his yeah. name. So he's head of security and he gets yeah. fired because he's drinking on the job, which is a legit reason to fire somebody. Yeah. Right. Like, I don't know if we're supposed to feel bad for Mr. Wakely, but dude, no. Were we supposed to? I did not. Um, I think his son wanted us to feel bad for him. Well, obviously. And then uh, her dad tells her, tells her that he has four or five jobs that Reva can just randomly hand out to her friends. Like, what? I'm assuming he just didn't want to hold any more interviews, although it's not like he's <laughs> the one holding interviews. He doesn't do the hiring for this place. Right. Like, he owns them. 
Right. And I just don't understand. His daughter's clearly not responsible. <laughs> but she acts very differently around him than she does anybody else. Yeah. So he probably thinks she is responsible. I mean, he does think she has friends, which she doesn't. So. Right. <laughs> he has friends, which she doesn't. So She just has people she's mean to yeah. that for some reason still answer her phone calls. Yeah. But then she asks about the Pittsburgh store. Did you guys catch yeah. that? Yes. Yep, yep. Yes, like, was- shout out to Pittsburgh. Yeah, I was like, there's no Dolby's here. What are you talking about? And I was like, I want to go to Dolby's. <laughs> Maybe it's supposed to be coffins. Yeah. We don't have coffins anymore either. You did in 1991. Yeah, you we did. totally did in 1991. The coffin building was still coffins back then. Mm-hmm. That's oh. what I'm saying. Okay. So then she calls Mitch, some dude that she wants to bang. Yeah. <laughs> and True. um he has a girlfriend, but she doesn't care because she's her. She she's likes. a whole yeah. I think that's the whole reason why she likes him. No, it's definitely. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then she talks shit on Lissa in her head for, like, his girlfriend for, like, the rest of the book. Right. But then she gets, but she gives her a job. Yeah. Which is, like, like, what? Why? You have no problems telling people to get lost. But she gives her a job, too. And she gives her friend Rob a job. But with Lissa and Rob, she plays, like, a practical joke on them, where she, like, makes it seem like they're getting really important jobs. So when they show up to their stock job, stock room job and Santa Claus, they're humiliated. Yeah. So can we talk about Rob for a second? And first of all, he's Rob with two Bs. Yeah, I thought that was weird, too. Like, what are you, a Game of Thrones character? Come on. (laughs) Um, And, like, Riva, such a bitch fat shamed the shit out of him. She was like, I'm gonna play a mean joke on the chubby kid and make him be Santa. And the worst thing about it is, this is somebody she actually likes. She talks yeah. about how he's funny and nice and she likes him. Right. And if only he wasn't fat, she probably would have dated him. Right, it's basically- right. Dude, I mean, wow. This wow. is how she is with people she likes. Yeah. Imagine her with people she hates. Which is everyone. Yeah. Holy crap. Yeah. Bitch is savage. You do not get a special star in friendship, Reva. I'm sorry. (laughs) Back to kindergarten with you. Yeah. So then we switched to Pam's point of view, which I was wondering if R.L. Stein knew that he was switching point of views, (laughs) but then I on, he did. It wasn't like, remember in the Dead Lifeguard where he just randomly decided to put somebody in there and was like, did you know that you switched point of view in there? Yeah. It wasn't just a random one off. No, it wasn't like that. It's like Halloween party where we got half a chapter for one dude's perspective. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, this is like a deliberate change of point of view. I'll give it to him here. So then she uh, and is meeting up with her friend Mickey and Clay and they get into like an altercation at the 7-Eleven. Yeah. And then they go on a high-speed chase with the cops. Okay, I'm sorry, but I call so much bullshit on that. Yeah. What? No cop is going on some high-speed chase because a teenager stole something from a A guacamole. Like, yeah. <laughs> what? No, that is not happening. No, they went on the high-speed chase because he, like, beat the shit out of the convenience store clerk. He, he didn't even do that. He just, like, shoved him against a wall. Like, I, I'm sorry, but I feel like the cop would just run the plates and then well, go there was no the plate. 
There were no plates, yeah. Plus, it's shady side cops. Like, we know they're not very good at their jobs. Like, they would rather go on high-speed chases with high school kids than investigate murders on Fear Street. There's a special Fear Street division for that. Yeah, that's true. That's true. (laughs) Well, they were obviously not going on these car chases. Even in 1991, there were surveillance videos at convenience stores. Because even in 1991, convenience stores got robbed a lot. So, um... They would have just, like, viewed the tape and then been like, oh, like, these are high school kids from Shadyside High School. We'll just go and, like, yeah. ask the principal. Yeah. I mean, but anyways, but that's not, that wouldn't have given them street cred. And this did. So, they went on a high-speed chase. <laughs> yeah. In a car that's about to fall apart. Yeah. <laughs> I kept waiting for it to, like, stall or something. <laughs> Stars. I kept waiting for that to happen. Oh. Don't give me a decrepit car and then not have it break down. <laughs> it didn't break down the whole book, and I kept waiting for it. It's like Chekhov's terrible car. Yes, but it didn't happen. Yeah. Okay, so then we switch back to Reva, and mm-hmm. she's... Being bitchy. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, oh, that's, when she, that's when she gives Rob the Santa job. Okay, so now blah, she blah, gives blah. Rob the okay. Santa job. So then... Um, she gets a knock on the door while she's babysitting. Mm-hmm. And it's Rob. Her brother, no, it's, Michael. It's Hank. it's Hank. Because he is a glutton for punishment, apparently. He needed to ask her for a job. But I think yeah. he, but he was, like, using that as an excuse. Yeah. Yeah, uh, he wanted, he, yeah, he wants to get back together with right. her. Right, like, he may as well have came over there with, like, a sweater of hers and been like, you, you left this at my yeah. house. By the way, do you want to get back together? I don't right. understand why he likes her. Like, yeah. he seems to genuinely actually care about her, and I can't yeah. why. No. Especially when someone just breaks up for you for literally no, no reason. reason. And right. Just, well, and, and just, like, the things she said to him, it was just unforgivable. Yeah, just, she's awful. It makes no sense. No, none. Yeah. I mean, in this chapter, she sicks her dog on him. Yeah. Attack dog. Yeah. Actual for real security dog that's supposed to stop like burglars and stuff. Although to be fair, he did grab her. And he wasn't leaving her house. Like Yeah. But I feel like she like sick the dog on him and then just like shut the door. Like if I could memify this, it'd be like the like sun badass sunglasses coming down. It'd be (laughs) like she whistles and then and the sunglasses like <laughs> but um the guard dog was anybody like picturing the whole uh sunburn episode guard yes, dog type yes, situation because yes. that's what I, I was wondering if they like let them after that whole thing went down if they just gave their guard dog to the dolbies because Aww. they were going through too much shit because all their kids were dead no way did the dolbies have a secondhand guard dog yeah <laughs> that's true that's true um is it time for Reva to And get- Reva apparently thinks it's hilarious. Yeah. Reva thinks everything is hilarious. The whole next chapter is her playing terrible pranks and, like, laughing her fucking head off. I know. Like, exactly. Her, yeah, her and Ricky yeah. Shore should team up and plan bad pranks together. But, like, there's no way she would do anything with Ricky. No. Well, no, because she's too... She 
Like, she's way too cool for Ricky. Right. But... I thought... There's a chapter called Zap, and uh, I totally thought Ricky was coming into play again. Um, you obviously haven't looked at Snapchat. Oh. Or Instagram. Oh, yeah. Did you not look at Snapchat? No. Oh, was I it Snapchat or Instagram? Oh, I can't remember. Um, so the next chapter is just her, like, seeing her planks play out, play out and, um... Yeah. laughing inside about how clever she is and flirting with Mitch. So then Hank scares her by grabbing her and pulling her into the room and then he tells her he got a job at the he's, security. He's, security. He's, security. he's putting in their VHS uh, security cameras They're like so they can record VHS tapes. Yeah. <laughs> oh god, this is 1991. If he could get a job without her, why couldn't Pam? Yeah. Because Pam didn't even try. I know. That's also, what me off. I'm like, okay, your cousin said no, call your fucking uncle. Right? Yeah. I don't understand why she asked Reba and not her uncle. Like, I'd have been like, hey, Dolby, I need a job. And then he hopefully would have been like, all right, I'll give you a job. Right. Yeah. Anybody else in America, you tell your, like, any other millennial, you tell your dad, <laughs> and your dad tells his brother to give you a goddamn job. <laughs> Okay, that's true. Okay, so he's going to be working security, blah, blah, blah. Uh, now we're back to Pam's point of view. And this is where Clay tells them, like, his secret. That he got a switchblade? Yeah, well, he's holding a switchblade. He tells them that he's going to rob the store. That he has a plan to rob Dolby department store. I couldn't decide if this kid wanted to be Danny Zuko or James Dean, but, like, seriously, he really wanted to be a rebel so bad. Yeah. Because... This character, this Clay character is, like, a stock character in R.L. Stein's like, roar of... And he's really bored. He shows up a lot. Yeah. He's, like, the aggressive, like... Indiscriminate bad boy. Yeah, yeah. hot tempered, can't you know, loose cannon. He's a loose cannon. You're right. <laughs> He's there to air quotes throw you off. Yeah. yeah. He's a red herring. Oh yeah. Okay, so the next chapter is Wait, but before before that, you know who else got a job at Dolby's? Who? Pam's boyfriend, Foxy. Whoa! Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. He said he got a job. At, uh, and I was like, "Wait, Foxy? Someone like they didn't? She didn't say it was a nickname." No. No, so, that would ruin the surprise. I know, but right. I'm like, who named? I one of my notes was like, "Who named the kid Foxy?" Yeah. Also, so, my notes. So okay. my notes are: her boyfriend got a job. Who is he? Is it Hank? Is Hank dating both of them or Rob? In all caps. So you knew that he was like hadn't he that was a nickname? Yeah, I mean, so I immediately knew like Foxy is going to be somebody that we've already met. Really? Yeah. Oh, see, you're smart. Yeah. I had no idea. I just see, assumed he was that was his name. I actually yeah. I remembered a lot of this book, but I did not remember that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I assumed it did have something to do with his name, but I was like, yeah, it's definitely going to be somebody that we know. And also in this part, this chapter, when Clay told his plan to rob the store, I was like, okay, you have my interest now. Let's have a heist novel. I was like all about the heist. I was like, yeah, let's do it. Yeah, I, I, could, I did not remember that there was a robbery, like, 
side story in this. Yeah, I'm into it. Yeah, I did not remember that part of it. Yeah. Um, maybe I just, because her, like, attitude is so, um. (laughs) Memorable. Yeah, that's all I really remember was, like, her being, like, fucked with. I didn't remember, like, a subplot. A B plot, that's, is that, isn't that our super chiller, like, Yes, yes, that's why it's a super chiller because it has a B plot. Yeah, yeah, this B plot is very much entwined with the A plot. Like, yeah, they're all they all kind of they connect, but a lot better yeah. than they connected. Yeah. The last time. Right. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely connects a lot better. But there was there was like a B and a C plot. There were a couple things going on here. Yeah, yes. yeah, there were definitely so. some like twists and turns in this one. Yeah, which was great. I loved it. So I forgot to mention when we talked about like how dude came to her door. My note for that was who answers doors? (laughs) (laughs) So 90s. Okay. So this chapter, he's just like laying out his plan, how he's like in cahoots with the security guard. Security guard. And he's just going to go in and take merchandise. They're not taking money. And then he's going to pretend to beat up, you know, the security guard and then the security guard will call the police after that. Right. So not, not Hank, who just got a job with security, but like some right. older security guard. Who was friends with his dad. Yeah, no, yeah. who's friends with uh, Mickey's, Mickey's dad. dad. Not plays. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I have problems with this plan. I have a lot of problems with this plan. Like, immediately this plan is full of flaws do you mean that this plan is not the perfect crime so far from the perfect plan no no because it relies entirely on one dude who you're you want to do everything for you you yeah. want him to let you in you want him to stop the security cameras and then you want to fucking beat him up and tie him up to make it real what, who in their right mind is going to be like, yeah, kid, I'll do that for you. Here's for, like, a fur coat and a stereo system? No. No. You're, you're about to get played, Clay and Mickey. You're going to get played. Okay, let's say that it isn't, they're not getting played, and it goes off perfectly, and it is the perfect crime. Well, don't you think that the police are going to have a list of everything that was stolen? And when your mom is suddenly walking around town in that fur coat you right. stole for her, they're not going to get a little suspicious? Yeah. What? Yeah, yeah. And don't you think that they're, they're all three of these kids are poor? Yeah. Don't you think, and they're like, oh, Christmas, and she's like going to get her parents shit for Christmas and stuff? Like, don't you think your parents are going to be like, you didn't have a job this Christmas, like, how did you get this? Right? Yeah. I mean, hello. Like, yeah, they're stupid. This plan is terrible. Yeah, well, apparently Pam and Mickey don't think so because they decide, okay, we're going to help. Pam and Mickey are a little bit stupid. Right. So Pam's going to be the getaway driver and Mickey's going to just be in on it. Which is the only reason Clay told her about the plan to begin with. Yeah, Yeah. pretty much. He was like, you guys want to hear a secret? But really, he's like, Pam, you need to drive us. Right. But I need wheels. (laughs) Okay, so the next chapter starts out as Reva's point of view, and she's like, she calls Pam and says, oh, you have, you're so lucky. I'm stuck at the stupid store every day, and you just get to lay around and do nothing. And I'm like, like. Bitch, please. <laughs> the balls of her to say that after. <laughs> and then when Pam doesn't, like, say anything, like, when Pam doesn't call her on it, then in her head she's like, oh, man, like, can't she ever just, like, stick up for herself? 
Yeah. Oh my God, woman. Terrible. She's terrible. Yeah. She is, but I I found it so fun to (laughs) So anyway, uh, she's like, she's getting ready to go to work and she's plotting on how she's going to steal Mitch. Yeah. She's gross. Girl needs a hobby. Yeah. (laughs) So then she. Besides boyfriend stealing. Right. Yeah, yeah. So then she goes and finds him when she gets to work, and they do the thing. They, they make out? Is that when they make out? Yeah. And then Lissa finds them? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He gave in real fast. Yeah. yeah. He was like, hi, I'm super innocent. Oh, let's make out. Yeah. Yeah. And then Lissa walks in, and he goes after her. And she dumps him. I like Lissa. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have another question. How long is this vacation? Because it seemed to be going from two weeks. Thanksgiving. Everything's two weeks. weeks. No, no, it cannot be. This vacation went from Thanksgiving to New Year's. Like, she was like, it's two weeks until Christmas or a month before Christmas, and they're already on vacation. What school is on vacation that early? I feel like they skipped, they went from like the first day. And then they skipped, like, two weeks ahead just to get past the part where they were only all working part-time while they went to school. Maybe, but they gave the impression that, like, it's all vacation. So then she goes back to work, and there's a package. And I don't... Is this the bottle of blood? Yeah. Yes. Is this actually blood? Yeah, I guess. Yes. Get blood for that much yeah! blood from... That's my question, too. Who has access to that much blood? Whose blood is it? Is it your blood? Is it somebody else's blood? Is it pig blood? Where did the blood come from? I don't know, but it's an entire, like, perfume bottle full of it. <laughs> I, I just got... I, was it blood? I didn't, they never said anything to indicate it was anything else. No. But I just feel like if it was blood, it would, you know, blood has, like, a very distinct, like, smell. And they never talked about a smell. They were just like, it's blood. I mean, they never said different. Nobody ever said differently. So, yeah. yeah, we have to assume it really was blood. I mean, there's lots of, like, dead animals that show up in Shadyside. Like, maybe oh. they have access to blood. Oh, you think that's why there are so many dead animals? No, I think that's why there's so much blood. <laughs> well, regardless, he she opens up this package and inside is a bottle of perfume. But when oh. she takes a, like, a closer look at it, she realizes it's blood. And then when she realizes it's, it's, it's blood, she freaks out and drops it on the counter and it shatters and it goes all over her. Which is really gross, actually. Yeah. and But like also kind of amazing for karma's sake. Yes, because... Oh. And also, this is 1991 AIDS crisis, anybody? Yeah. Not a hell of a lot more than that. Yeah, true. True that. Like, and so would everybody else. Yeah, well, so what I don't understand is this gift should have totally fell flat. She should have opened it up, looked at it, and been like, what in the hell is this? It looks Why is there red? And that would have been the end of it. Agreed. Like, but instead. There was no brand name on it. Why would she even bother to open it? Yeah, really. You're right. It's okay. Yeah, I don't, I don't know why, but. Then we get a kindergarten flashback scene. Which is <laughs> kind of terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> like, I think I have a trauma now. 
Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, so she has this flashback to kindergarten where some brat named Sarah apparently dumped an entire thing of red paint over Reva's head? Way to, like, remember the name. Sarah. I know. Good I call. Good call. <laughs> Listen, this thing gave me trauma. And Reva, for some reason, five-year-old Reva, like, for some reason, like, it felt like blood to her. Like, she knew it was pain, but she couldn't get the idea that it was blood, and she starts screaming, and, and apparently she doesn't stop screaming for hours. Like, even after her, she gets changed and bathed and everything, she it took forever for her to stop screaming. And it's kind of harrowing to read. Um, so she's pretty freaked out because this bottle of blood kind of getting splashed on her brings her back to that really awful moment. So she assumes a tank and like storms up to get him fired to her dad's office. But when she gets up there, there's like machine gun. Yeah. (laughs) I guess for people who have never heard what a machine gun sounds like. Yeah. Yeah. A machine gun goes off and her dad comes running out of the office and he sees her. Poor dad. I know. He sees her covered in blood. And then he, like, faints because yeah. he thinks that she's been shot. And when he comes to, the regular, the other workers or whatever come over and, and they tell him that it wasn't a machine gun. It was, like, an electrical Yeah. Thing. Yeah, from the Christmas tree. Although. Sure, Bob. Sure. <laughs> Let's, um, oh, that's a foreshadow, though. It is. And I really like that in this family, it's Reva that should be taking care of the emergencies because her dad sure as hell can't. Obviously yeah, not. It's true. What if she true. Get shot? And instead of helping to keep her alive, he just passed out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Way to go. You were not good in an emergency situation. <laughs> no. <laughs> Which is probably why Reva lies to him about all of the things, so he doesn't feel bad. Probably have a heart attack oh so then she everyone's just like Meh. yeah like he's i don't know he doesn't even like he doesn't even ask her why she has blood all over her he's just like well, oh you're not shot okay go yeah, home she said she spilled something yeah i know but it was just very anticlimactic so yeah so then she goes home and she's followed oh yeah um so she's freaking out because, dude, she's being followed. I would yeah. freak out, too. Yeah. But she doesn't even, like, when she decides she's being followed, it wasn't like she, she just looks up in a rearview mirror and was like, what about he's following me? And then, yeah. and then he was. And I'm like, what? Yeah. That doesn't happen. Well, <laughs> I mean, somebody did just send her a bottle of blood, so. I guess. It was, I don't know. It would have been better if she would have noticed, like, this car's been behind me for a really long time. Yeah. It was right. literally, like, I glance my rearview mirror and see there's a car there, and I'm like, he must be following me. So, it's really just a good Samaritan who wants to tell her that he accidentally hit her car and broke a taillight. Which is, like, really nice, but also at the same time creepy, because you just followed a teenage girl home. Right. Like, that's way too nice. Yeah. Way too nice. Yeah, and who would honestly do that? Like, I would not do that. If I accidentally bumped somebody, I'd be like, oh shit, I really hope they don't find out. Me too. (laughs) Wow. I mean, I understand, like, leaving a note with your insurance information, like, hey, sorry I hit your car, here's my insurance, you know, it'll be covered. But following a teenage girl all the way home for that, I'm gonna go, no, don't do that. Yeah, don't do that. PSA. 
Do not follow teenage girls home just right. because you Yeah, hit- but if you really wanted to pass up about it, he should have went into the store and left his information with the people yeah. at the store. And like, right. if somebody comes back here asking... I agree. Because that happens. Um, yeah, also, listen, let me give you a little tip. Teenage girl won't notice. <laughs> Especially a rich one. Yeah. Right. Um, she's surprisingly nice to this guy, even in her head. So you know she's shook. Yeah. Yeah. Like, even in her head, she's like, he was such a nice guy, and I thought he was following me, gonna hurt me, and I'm like, no, no comment about his crappy car, or his clothes, yeah. or his age. How he's old. Yeah, nothing, you got nothing for me? Reba, if you can't be mean to somebody, you're doing nothing for me. I think she blew her mean load earlier when she said that she had to go home to change because she would never be caught dead wearing anything that was inside the store. That was a joke. joke. She la- she, that was the joke they shared. She burned the store, though. She burned it real good. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, she I was like, uh, they have Chanel. <laughs> right. <laughs> but it was definitely a joke. Okay. Like, that was, a, that was like one of those, like, inside jokes that her and her dad have. They have a really good relationship. Like, too good for a teenage girl or that. <laughs> well, for somebody who's really rich, I was not impressed with her car. Volvo? This doesn't impress It's the 90s. I guess. <laughs> I feel like she would be, like, one, she's, like, one of those girls on, like, uh, the Sweet 16 show yeah. when they don't buy the car that you want. That, oh, yeah. I'm not driving this. That's probably <laughs> what happened, but her dad was, like, safest one on the market right now. Deal with it. Could be. So, part one ends with her wondering what's next after getting all these, like, cutting her lip and but she still keeps getting the blood. I'd be like, next time it happened, I'd be like, I'm not opening that. Yeah. Okay. Somebody else yeah. can open it. I'm not doing it. Well, Reva is super greedy. She's like, oh, a present. Who left <laughs> this? Is it for me? I deserve everything. She's really delusional, too, because she thinks that somebody wants to send her nice gifts for no reason. Yeah. Right. And, and she somebody, does not have friends. No. Hank is the only one who, for some reason, thinks that you were worth anything. And her dad. Yeah, but she's nice to her dad. It doesn't count. <laughs> okay, so part two is called Silent Nights. What's part one called? Angry Days. Oh, crap. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> uh, okay. So. Oh, is this the, is this where they go to the, they do the burglary? Yes. yes. Okay. So. And Pam's freaking out. She doesn't want to do it. She's freaking out because she doesn't want to do it. And then she's like, I'm not going to wait in the car. I'm going to actually do it. Right. Yeah. Exactly. That's what I, I She's freaking out, and she's like, I can't do it, I can't do it. And they're like, fine, just come in. And she's like, okay. She commits herself more. Right. Yeah. Like, she's so nervous just to drive the car. And then the way to, like, beat the anxiety for that is by her to, like, go in. I'm like, yeah, I don't follow the logic train there. No. She just lend them the car. Yeah, really. And she could be like, I didn't know what they were doing. Right, Yeah. yeah. That, yeah, yeah. she should have just been like, I'll wait at your house. You can take my car. Yeah. Yeah, that she did not think this through. Just like they didn't. Yes, yeah, true. So they go in, they get to the electronics department, they start taking the stuff. And 
and then a security guard shows up that's not the security guard. Yeah, that's not the one that they had to deal with. Yeah. Because of fucking course, I told you that guy's going to play you. You got played. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Honestly, I don't think this guy was even a security guard. Then Clay, oh, on the way in, Clay showed them his gun because it was right. a school special moment. Right. Like, right. Oh, but I got, look how cool this is. <laughs> it was an after school special moment. He didn't have that gun. Um, Who gives a loose cannon a gun? Yeah. Bad idea. I don't know. I just, I don't understand why he even brought he it. He stole I mean, it from his parents. Just, just like, because it's it after school special. Tough. He's like, look what my dad has. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So anyways, uh, they go up there, the security guard, pull, like, has a gun, too, but he doesn't pull it out. What mall, um, let me tell you something. Yeah. My uncle was mall guard mm-hmm. for quite a few years. No gun, right? No gun. Okay. So, uh, you know, there's a confrontation, Clay pulls out his gun, he tells the other two to run, and then the security guard's shot. Yeah. And they all run away. So the next morning, Pam wakes up, and her parents aren't home, but the radio's on, and the report says that there was a robbery at Dalby's, and the security guard was fatally shot, and $25,000 in cash was taken, which, obviously, they didn't take shit. Right. She's they were right. like, after the security guard was shot, they were like, we're out of here. Yeah, they did not steal So Pam's like, what the hell? We didn't have $25,000. Where's my $25,000? Yeah. So my first thought here was like, oh, that security guard made you their fall guy. Like, they stole the money while you were, you know, doing all that shit. Yeah, I was trying to, see, I was stupid. I was trying to figure out, like, did Clay give them the slip and, like, go and, like, steal the money somehow? Like, that didn't happen. I was like, oh, the guard you made a deal with played you. Yeah, yeah. He's the smart one. Yeah, I I wasn't the smart one there. 100%. Yeah, so I was like, that's pretty awesome. Um, I love that Pam, like, doesn't care about this dead guard at all except for what it's going to do. Yeah, I know. them about you know talks to them about what you heard on the radio and they heard it too and uh she wants to go to the police but clay's like no if we go to the police like they're gonna be like you murdered somebody which is a fair point yeah because they're not gonna believe that they didn't take the 25,000 like going to the police might be the right thing to do but you will be under suspicion yeah you will be going on trial for murder and the shady side cops kind of suck so they'll Mm -hmm. probably yeah. Although ballistic, yeah. Clay said, you know, that's when he says, like, that his gun wasn't even loaded. Right. So but she thought him. he was shot. So did they not discuss it that night when they were driving out? Like, she didn't say, like, why did you kill that guy? No, uh, it actually says in the, on the drive home that everybody's completely silent. Oh. So. Like, they I didn't just, talk about okay. it Okay. So then all. the next morning he explains that his gun wasn't loaded. Yeah, right, it wasn't loaded. That's an after-school special waiting. I mean, that's what they all say. Right. <laughs> Bam! You still thought it was Clay? <laughs> no, but... <laughs> I'm not buying that it wasn't loaded. There was one in the chamber. 
That's um, true. That's true. There's always one in the chamber. There's always one in the chamber. Why didn't Clay mention this? Like, I I understand Pam and Nikki being freaked out. And not saying anything to Clay, saying, yeah. But why wouldn't Clay be like, who shot him? Who shot that guy? It yeah. wasn't me. Who yeah. the fuck did it? Yeah, no. Who the hell else was there? I didn't do it. Right. No. He tells her the next day. Yeah. And then and I'm thinking, if I was Pam, I would not believe him. No, me neither. <laughs> like, oh, shit. No, I wouldn't believe him either. Right. Yeah. I saw the blood. I know you shot him. You had the gun. Like, there was only us there. Okay, next chapter, we switch back to Reva, and she's being a biatch to her brother again by not taking him to see Santa. I'm telling you, Michelle, this is how <laughs> siblings act. So then her dad becomes, like, a weather uh, psychic, and he's like, it looks like it's snow. Boom, snow. <laughs> Maybe that's the picture on the cover. She looked outside and was like, oh. that's it. Yeah. <laughs> Little do you know that the Dolbys actually grew up on Fear Street, which is why the other Dolbys are still there. And he developed psychic powers while oh, he was still yeah. He was like Karen from uh, Mean Girls. Yeah. He was like, I can't tell if it's going to snow, but I can tell when it's snowing. Right. <laughs> My nipples know when it's going His nipples know when it's going to snow. I'm okay with Mr. Dolby's nipples knowing. <laughs> That's because you think he's a dilf. Ew. <laughs> Who are you casting in your head as Mr. Dolby? Oh, good question. George Clooney. All right. All right. I can get behind that. Yeah, okay. But like 10 years ago, George Clooney, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so blah, blah, blah. Reva goes to work. Yeah, he goes. They go to work, and Reva gets new. Then she gets the box, and mm. then she opens it like a moron. <laughs> yeah, like, the last gift didn't go so well, sweetie. Maybe leave this one alone. Yeah, and it's a mannequin. Who she thinks is a body? It's a dead body. A dead body. How does a mannequin hold it up? Which I still call bullshit. How do you get a-, a mannequin into a box like you? You can't do that. You have to like take off its arms and yeah, legs. They're not. How do you bend a dead body into a box? Rigor mortis. Ever you heard of to, it? it? You just have to do it before rigor mortis sets in. Rigor mortis is not a gas. Rigor mortis takes a while to set in. Yeah. yeah. Why would she think it was a dead body? I don't know. She's not that smart. It's true. It's All of her cleverness goes. But to being neither busy. is Mindy because Mindy's like it looks surreal. Mindy's a moron. Did you not get that? Yeah. Like, honestly, they only mentioned her like three times. And all She's three, a moron. Yeah, she is. And then, um, yeah, it's a mannequin, which, you know, if you're afraid of mannequins, fear right here is on the page. <laughs> so Reva freaks out and runs away. Yeah, is this where she runs away? Yeah. Okay. She's like, she finally realizes that somebody's being intentionally mean to her. Yeah, it took her 151 pages. Right. But she finally figured it out. Um, and then, do they switch back to Yeah, Pam. Pam. Yeah. Well, Miss, yeah, Is this in the middle of a chapter? Yeah. In the middle, switch, yeah. What? Yeah. No, that's not, those are not the rules, R.L. Stein. He well, he has to resolve his cliffhanger. He has chapters that are literally half a page long. <laughs> He has no problems cutting off a chapter in the middle to make another chapter. But this, he starts in the middle? What? Yeah. <sighs> you broke the rules. It's not cool. 
Fine. So middle chapter point of view switch. Middle chapter point of view switch. We fi- we hear more about Mickey's dad being down in the dumps for losing his job and drinking yeah, an alcoholic. He is a raging alcoholic. Yeah. <laughs> He's <laughs> depressed and an alcoholic. And violent. Okay. I'm, so- I'm sorry you didn't uh, uh, agree with my term. <laughs> that was the understatement <laughs> of the night. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's kind I wasn't trying to give it away. I mean, he was obviously an alcoholic before he lost his job. Yeah, that's why he lost his job. And now it's just, that's all that's left of him. So then they sit around talking about, like, how somebody got $25,000 and they didn't get shit. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I'm like, and someone died. (laughs) And you're not in jail, so be happy. Yeah. So then she says she, they were like, did you try to call your cousin and get any, like, any details of, like, the investigation? And I'm like, oh my god, could you guys be more obvious? Like, they're trying to get caught. Also, why would she have details of the investigation other than there's an investigation? (laughs) And then they get the, I saw what you, I know what you did last summer call. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And somebody, the phone rings and Pam answers it. It's not your house. Why are you answering the phone? (laughs) Hello? Someone's like, Cassie, I think you need to do the, the voice. Hold on, let me get to I saw what you did, they say. I saw what you did. <laughs> so Pam oh. is at home and her boyfriend Foxy's over and Foxy. uh, she gets another phone call and um it freaks her out. Yeah, enough and... that she confesses to her to Foxy because she's just yeah, she tells him everything. And he's apparently like the best guy in the entire world. Because he's just like, okay, like I'm he doesn't like scold her or she like tried to commit grand theft larceny or whatever (laughs) but he's like oh sweetie i'm so sorry what (laughs) yeah i feel like yeah i feel like he's a keeper (laughs) he's definitely yeah because i'm not that understanding no he's a good guy i guess i don't know he's better than me he's a better person than i am yeah he is the only person in this entire book that doesn't suck let's be honest Except maybe Reva's little brother. So he drives him, he's like, we have to go talk And to Mr. Dolby. Well, <laughs> I'm not too sure about his politics, but okay. <laughs> so we go, oh, then he convinces her that they have to go talk to Clay to see if they can, like, go to the cops, which they're not going to the cops. Oh. And then uh, Clay is basically like, I'll kill it, whoever it is. And then the next <laughs> chapter starts, and it's entitled The Best title <laughs> it should be the yes <laughs> this is like yes so I amazing the original name of the book <laughs> yeah. and they made him change it so it was like five then yeah they were like it has to be christmasy yeah. <laughs> like, all right chapter 21 everyone hates you reba <laughs> which like hashtag truth yeah right yeah is this the chapter where hank hank gets real with her yeah <laughs> so she the next day at work, she, like, marches up to Hank, and she's, like, has it out with him. Like, yeah. she's, like, you're not going to lose your job, but I just want to, like, call a truce. Yeah, because he, she thinks that he's the one sending all the, like, terrible presents. And he's, like, I'm not. And, and then she's, like, uh, you just, you're just trying to get back with me or whatever. And he's, like, I feel really sorry for yeah. you. Or she's like, I know you hate me. And he's like, no, I don't hate you. I feel sorry for you. 
And then, of course, you can't fathom why anyone would ever feel sorry for her because she has everything. <laughs> and then he's like, everybody else hates you. I'm like, everybody hates you. Name one friend. She's <laughs> Savage. This is the saddest thing ever. Like, you can't name a single friend. Yeah. Not one. That is. Well, who were the imaginary friends she was talking about in the beginning of the book? Because she was like, oh, my friends live in the North Hills. She uh, doesn't what? have any friends. Oh, she's already pissed off and don't talk to her anymore. Right. So, does she ever show up in any other books? I don't know. As like a mean girl, just on the side, like passerby sure. we'll in the we'll hallway. Yeah. Wait, can we go back to the the phone call that I they got? What if it was just like somebody on the Fair Street party line? It was. Oh, it was. <laughs> oh yeah, the one that. The one that Pam gets at her house? Yeah. yeah like, yes. she picked it up to call somebody, and then someone's just there. It and wasn't like, for her. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> the caller forgot that he needs to ask for the right person first. Right. <laughs> yeah. Oh it could have been for any number of people. Right. Like, <laughs> yeah. It was actually for the guy next door. <laughs> yeah. Literally everyone on Fair Street gets a call. Like, <laughs> I know what you did. And they're like, oh shit, I did do something. I live on Fair Street. <laughs> <laughs> That's a thing now. Definitely. <laughs> um, okay, so she's try Pam, we switched point of views again to Pam, and Pam's trying to uh call Foxy, but he's his line's busy because that was a thing. So she's like, I'm gonna walk there. And then that's when she gets accosted by I know what you did last summer, dude. Right, right. The fisherman mm -hmm. dude. And he grabs a hold of her and threatens her and wants his ten thousand dollars. Yeah. Like he doesn't even want like a sixth of it. He wants almost half. Yeah. yeah. And then Which I guess good for him. She turns around and recognizes him. Yes. Yeah, but she doesn't tell us who it is. Ew. No. Yeah. Not and, until the next chapter. And we he need like that. throws her to the ground. Yeah. And goes, we need a too clip bad you turned yeah. around. I honestly, at this point, I thought it was Reva's dad. I was like, oh shit, it's Mr. Dalby. Whoa! What? The store is bankrupt <laughs> and he robbed it. <laughs> I had this whole, like, other, like, and this, like, reason why Mr. Dalby would like want the money that was so oh that's what I thought it was I was like oh I bet the store is bankrupt and they didn't actually like steal anything he just like wanted the money or they like put it away I don't know I had like all these theories wow wow <laughs> I never su suspected Mr. Dalby for any of this Ever. No, I, I, like, I was like clueless. I was like, I have no idea who this is. Like, yeah, I couldn't remember who it was at all. No, like none of these people even were suspicious to me. Like, I knew it wasn't the obvious red herrings. Like, I knew it wasn't yeah, me. but I mean, there wasn't that many red herrings in this right. Book. And like the ones that there were weren't like dramatic. Yeah, you know what I mean? yeah, yeah. Like, I didn't know who it was either. Yeah, it was. Yeah, well, I just assume that Mr. Dalby is a beautiful criminal mastermind who stalks his niece. Wow. Okay. <laughs> you went there. Yeah, you I did. did. Okay, so we're switched back to uh, Reva's. Oh, wait, Foxy shows up and he, like, saves the day. But 
they still don't tell us who she sees. Right. Okay. So then we switch to Reva's point of view, and she's at the store, and there's a fight between Mitch and Rob. R-O-B-B, Rob. Yeah, they're, like, being the Rob, bo, bo. And I still didn't get it here. Like, I, was, <laughs> I still didn't get it either. I'm like, what? Why are they fighting? I was not paying attention <laughs> while I was reading this book. Apparently. I was like, does Rob, is he pissed that, like, she, her and Mitch are together? Yeah. <laughs> I'm so confused. Normally, I am on it. Like, I know yeah. what's happening. I think this, it's because the main character is terrible. Yeah, I was too interested in what yeah. Reva was going to say or think next. <laughs> I yeah. was like, I don't care about the rest I was of trying this. to tie her in, is what I think I was trying to do. And I wanted more awful gifts and less, like, ham. Yeah. Oh, my God, it was the opposite. I was like, I could give a shit about Reva getting, I want more Pam, I want more heist. Well, I want torture. Yeah. <laughs> I want her being mean and yeah. then get being tortured for it. Like, there's not mm-hmm. enough torture for this. No, for her, for what she does. Yeah. No way. Because other people get tortured for, like, stuff that they don't even do. It's just, like, perceived things. She At the end of this, she should have been, like, sobbing, asking for forgiveness. Like, she should she, have been in a corner, like, yeah. rocking back and forth. Yeah. Like, like, they really should have made her work for it, and they didn't. No. And then I, I kept trying to figure out if she was involved, is what I wanted her to be involved with the robbery somehow, because be cool. she's a bitch. Yeah. But yeah, but I feel like she's a lazy one and mm, not yeah. putting the effort. So, okay, but I gotta toot my own horn again here because my note for this chapter is why are Mitch and Rob, what are Mitch and Rob fighting about? Is one of them Foxy and one of them the blackmailer? Because I know. Boom. Damn, you're owned. Cassie stole our mojo. I know. Mystery solving professional here. I don't know. You didn't figure out the new girl. <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty sure you guys told me she was a ghost. <laughs> you thought everyone was, in a ghost, was a ghost in their first, like, four books. Yeah. You know, I still do. <laughs> <laughs> Did you think it was a ghost stealing the $25,000? I think Reva's a ghost. Okay. That's why she's so bitchy. Yeah. Well, <laughs> she's just pissed that she's dead. She's not yeah. a ghost. She's a demon. <laughs> Did the ancient evil make her do it? Maybe. Maybe the ancient evil was, like, found a new home. Yeah. It probably would love that. It would love nothing more to be in Reva Dalby. I'm telling you, it is wasting its time with the cheerleaders. Yeah. With Jennifer. Yeah. Like, Oh, if the ancient evil got into Reva and, like, paired up with her mind, like, she could take over the world. It would go down. Um, can I request this fanfic, please? (laughs) This to be a thing. Dear R.L. Stein, I know you're listening. (laughs) Um, okay, so, uh, then she finally takes her brother to the uh see santa which i did not think was happening because this did. girl I does not like her brother yes she does <laughs> she I doesn't even bring knew. a camera I, she forgot it she didn't forget she was like oh maybe she's, i should have no she's like oh i should have brought a camera she's not a she's not a mom she doesn't know you're supposed to do these things Whatever. like uh and besides a polaroid was being taken i have no like <laughs> sympathy for this girl I just think she, like, I think she was good to her, her immediate family. Not any extended family by any means, <laughs> but her immediate family. Okay, so 
you know, they do the Santa thing and then she goes back to work and there's a package that she opens again. Again. And there's a mannequin in it again. Psych, not a mannequin. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is not, why did she open Not a mannequin. I don't, I don't understand. And this time it is legit a dead body. Yeah. Yeah. Finally, someone's dead. With a knife. Like, yeah. Still in his back or stomach or whatever it back. is. <laughs> and it's dead Mitch. Yeah. Sorry, Mitch. Sorry, Mitch. But before we have to point out, because again, um, it's something that I saw, uh, when she took Michael to see Santa, he was like, Santa, it's not real because Santa has a pillow in it. And I was like, yeah, I was like, oh, that's definitely not Rob, because she kept fat shaming him. Yeah, okay, I, okay, I didn't know it wasn't Rob, but I thought, wow, maybe he's not as chubby as she was saying, is what I was I thinking. I kind of always assumed he wasn't as chubby as she was saying. Yeah. I mean, probably he's not, like, he doesn't, he doesn't have, like, a Santa pot belly going on, but, yeah. yeah I never thought he was that chubby. Um, oh, no, I knew it wasn't Rob. Mystery skills on point seriously you're killing it this time okay so it's mitch and oh this is the chapter where reba realizes that she's that she knows she has feelings oh is this where she uh is this where she knows she has feelings yeah <laughs> yeah oh, right, she... she feels bad about mitch yeah she feels bad and she never got to say yeah, like she, she was sorry bad about it and yeah. then she all goes and she thinks about him all night and dreams about it. And then she wakes up and she's like, I know who killed Mitch. All it took was a dead body for Reba to realize that she actually cares about humanity. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess more people should die around her. Mm-hmm. Don't worry, there are two more books. <laughs> <laughs> so, what's next? Okay, we switch point of views again. It's Pam and oh. she's like, Clay, did you kill Mitch? She's very, like, blasé about this. Because <laughs> he said he was going to kill whoever was blackmailing them. And how did they figure out he was blackmailing them? Because she saw She him. saw them. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, so, yeah, she never told us. Yeah. yeah. But now she's telling us. Now she's telling us. Right, but not actually telling us. She's just like, did you kill him? You found out he was the blackmailer. And I was like, uh, I didn't find that out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. Okay, I'm sorry, but if somebody I hang out with who I actually thought maybe could kill a person and was worried about it, and then somebody who was blackmailing them ended up dead, I'm not asking them. I'm going to the cops. <laughs> or I'm just never going near them. Yeah. Like, no. If, she, if he did kill Mitch, what is keeping him yeah. from killing you? And he never really says he does it. He never really says, I no, didn't. he likes to <laughs> he's like boy. He's like, when he does say it, he's like, things are, he's being like, playing with them like yeah. he's like say you didn't he's like okay i didn't yeah you know and it's like yeah and she's like no really did you and he's like i don't know did i because he's a indiscriminate bad boy right yeah that is back to reva and she's like come on dad we have to go to the store because i know who did it and they but go she won't tell him anything no which actually i kind of like that she She's like, I need to verify this first. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to just go out and accuse somebody without some sort of yeah. verification. 
Um, so that was a I think, bit, but I think she was clever. doing that because that she didn't want to look dumb, not because she was a, like no, would have felt bad for accusing someone. <laughs> she still has leftover feeling bad from the dead body. Mm. It just hasn't gone away yet. No. <laughs> I just don't understand why she suddenly became a regular old Sherlock Holmes. She did not have mystery solving skills on me. She has has an epiphany. It comes with her. It comes with her in a dream. <laughs> oh, a bad dream. Powers. Mr. Dalby has passed them on to her. Yeah. She had a prophetic dream. <laughs> That's what it is. Yeah. Maybe yeah. because this is the DC universe. I have so many good theories while we're talking about this. So they go and view the um, surveillance footage of the Santa thing from the day before. Because Hank has finally managed to get that system in. Right. Yeah. And then, you know, she sees the Santa that her brother went and talked to or whatever and is like, yeah, I was right. It's not Rob. It was he, it was somebody else. So he, killed Mitch is what she's thinking because right. he was having, he had the, that was whenever Mitch was murdered during that time period. And that was the same day that earlier they, Mitch and Rob had had a horrible fight. Yeah. So the police come and uh, arrest Mitch while he's like being Santa Claus. I'm like, they would never do no, that. No. Yeah. That's they, so fucking traumatizing. Those poor children. They would have had somebody come up and, tell him he needs to take a break and then have it in the back in the back and they definitely would have let him change too i think yeah because they don't want to traumatize kids right yeah they're not gonna arrest the goddamn santa claus yeah <laughs> at santa's workshop thing no no i call yeah. it yeah me too that was just dramatic thing for the yeah show. right so then this is when, so they're leading him away, and then Pam shows up, and she's like, Foxy, Foxy. Yeah. And that's when Reeve was like, I didn't know Pam called Rob Foxy. And that's when I was like, oh, that was a nickname? Yeah. I'm so <laughs> confused. I, I was just like, oh, I'm stupid. I was like that, too. I'm like, why did I never look into the fact that she said he was working there? He said he was working there, but then he's never brought up in the stock right. people, like, training and stuff. But apparently, yeah. Cassie was just like, yeah. Yeah. Already, Cassie, already knew. Cassie stole all the mystery powers for this one. Yeah. I True. And then, and then I was like, I don't remember what the description was that Pam gave for him. But I don't remember her giving any descriptions of him being, like, chubby or chunky. No. Nobody else did. It's just Reba. It's why I didn't because know. she's fat shaming. Yeah, but, like, I, I swear that... No. So, I swear, I'm looking it up, because I swear that um, Pam the only thing that him as, like, thin. Oh. oh well, I the only understand. thing I remember Pam describing him as is being, like, really good student and really, like, nice, and, and like, it was similar to the way Reva described him in the beginning. That's why, that's I why I like, suspected him. Yeah, I guess. She describes him as a teddy bear. Yeah. So, I so. guess that's I was like picturing in my head like someone tall. I don't know. I hate when people describe a like heavier set person as a teddy bear. Like that, I don't know. It really annoys me. Yeah, that is a bad description. <laughs> so, um, you know, Pam's like, no, no, he didn't do it. You know, to Reba. And then, yeah. And Rob. So as they're leading him 
as they're leading Rob away, he's like, I, I only did it because I wanted to show Reva. Yeah. And I wanted to get Reva. Like, so she, so he's basically like confessing to. Well, because you yeah. don't tell him he's being arrested right. for murder. So he thinks he's, but everyone thinks he's confessing to murder. Right. right? Yeah. But he thinks that he's confessing to the pranks that he pulled on Reva. Right. Although needle in a lipstick is a little worse than a prank. I'm sorry. Yeah. That's not okay. No, that, that's dangerous. <laughs> yeah. Very wrong. <laughs> that is like, that is like diabolical. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that takes some like definite. And I feel like that was That's the foresight too. Yeah. Like it's not like like today you could Google like what fucked up thing can I do and like get an idea. <laughs> but like that's his free internet. He came up with this all on his own. But I think he like jumped he like went straight for the best one because the rest of his pranks were kind of stupid. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he, after that he kind of like ran out. Yeah. He was, like, he only had one yeah, he was good like, damn air <laughs> idea. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Reva's leaving work, and Pam's, like, out there waiting for her, which was creepy. I was, uh, this is when I thought Pam was going to be like, JK, I kill everybody. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been way cooler. And I thought, like, Pam, because it was, like, this is when I thought that, like, her fear of being alone in the store was going to come to fruition yeah. or whatever, because I thought Pam's out there lurking, and I thought, like, she goes outside, and Pam's going to be like, I'm the killer, and then they're going to run to the store. But that's not what happened. Yeah. So Pam's like, no, Rob was with me. He was, like, consoling me because, you know, I was upset about the I know what you did last summer thing. And, um, is this when he, she tells him that he was the one who sent her the shit? Yeah, she tells her, her that. Pam tells Reva that, that Rob was the one sending her yeah. all this stuff. Yeah. That he wasn't confessing to the murder, he was confessing to that. Which, like, frankly, I was a little confused as to why Rob would want to kill Mitch to get back at Reva. That, like, did not make sense. So, I was, like, so confused. And there was, there's, there's, like, a lot of moving parts and a lot of things. Like, I was, like, how many culprits are there? Like, who murdered Mitch? Who murdered the security guard? Who's torturing Reva? Who's blackmailing Pam? Like, these are all different people. And, like, it it did come together in the end, but at a certain point, I was, like, there's so many things going on here. See, I thought that he murdered Mitch because he wanted to, like, he's fucking with Reva, and he was, like, oh, what would do best? Like, what's the next best thing I can do? And it's, like, give her a dead body. Uh, But that would be, like, even... That would be such an escalation, though. He goes from, like, you know, lips... Like, he should have done it the other way around. First, he sends her a mannequin. Then he sends her blood. Then he puts a needle in the lipstick. And then he killed the guy. Like, his serial killer escalation would have been, like, super fucked up if he went lipstick, mannequin, blood... And I like, killed a guy for ya. It would have, it would have been better writing too, because it would have like continuously raised the tension, mm-hmm. and yeah. I would have believed one hundred percent that the murderer and the like prankster or whatever were the same, same. Person. Yeah. Okay, but then when they, okay when we do okay next chapter we find out that um that 
she goes to the store. Or why did she go to the store? Oh, because she lost. Because she left her, her bag. Yeah, so she goes. She goes back into the store by herself, and um, she meets up with uh mr wakely mickey's dad mm-hmm. and then he has the whole like i'm the villain and i'm telling you why I'm the oh yeah he like yeah, yeah. he has villain monologues yeah, yeah. he has a, a whole long it's really long but like out of nowhere <laughs> she's just like why are you here and he's like because right. let me tell you every single thing i've done in the last like three weeks why was yeah. he like i i don't even know like picking up my last paycheck yeah or like yeah. i'm trying to see if i can get my job back Right? Yeah. Let me confess to murder. Let me tell you that I... And robbery. And robbery. Let me tell you about robbery and murder. (laughs) On tape. Yeah. So, I had all the right people, but in all the wrong roles. Because I actually thought Mr. Wakely was the one that was torturing Reva. Mm -hmm. Because I thought he was, like, mad about losing his job. So, he was, like, going after the boss's kid. Mm -hmm. Um, And I was... was yeah, that when he showed up, I was like, oh, okay, this makes sense now. He was the one torturing her. Oh. Well, apparently, he is the one who did the robbery with Maywood, and Maywood got Mickey and Clay, well, just Clay, but then Clay brought on Mickey and Pam and they were sp- they were supposed to be the fall guys right. like they yeah. were they were supposed to distract the real security guard so right. that him maywood and mickey's dad could make off with the money but when mickey's dad saw that mickey was there and that the security guard was like about to shoot him he shot the security guard yeah that he couldn't hurt his kid which is i mean i get that yeah i don't know and why. then she's like you killed mitch too and he's like yeah because he was blackmailing my kid and I'm like, well, that's a little bit far. I mean, really, like, <laughs> wow. Like, I could have thought that you were trying to protect your kid the first time, but. But then you, like, really. That's wow. your serial killer escalation. Yeah. yeah. But then he, she's like, well, why did you send Mitch, B- Mitch's body to me? And he's like, I didn't. Like, <laughs> and then this part was ridiculous. <laughs> I'm so, I don't care. This was the best part. He was like, what are you talking about? She was like. <laughs> He's like, I just put it in the first box I saw. Which happened to be the box that the mannequin was in, which still had her name on the tag. And and then somebody randomly came across the box and was like, oh, I got to deliver this to her. Yeah. <laughs> and she and, opened it. And didn't notice that there was blood dripping out the bottom. <laughs> he was like, what's this red stuff? <laughs> yeah, like, how, how did they carry the box without ripping it? Like, a dead body is heavy as fuck. Like, they obviously had to get, like, one of those, like, what are those songs? Yeah, it was on a, like, on a dolly. dolly. Yeah, a dolly, and, like, moved it there with, like, blood dripping out the bottom. <laughs> and it's like, yeah. what? I have to, I, the mail must get there. Like, <laughs> this is for Reva. There are a lot of packages being delivered with blood dripping out of the True. bottom. <laughs> it's, it's yeah, fierce. Yeah. Shady whoever is like whoever delivered that package was like really um legit like about really <laughs> serious about like the packages getting to the people. Whether rain, sleet, <laughs> snow, dripping blood, the oh, mail must be delivered. Yeah. <laughs> like what did he think was in there that it weighed that much? Like what did he <laughs> no, a dead body. Boxer rocks. They, they deliver dead bodies <laughs> to people all the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shady side. Okay, I, I, I can I can accept that. <laughs> okay, uh, okay. So 
Is this, then Mr. Wakely goes after her? Yeah, and then I, I, this is one of those, like, action sequences where I just couldn't picture it. Like, what? She, he yeah. ran after her, and then somehow he's off the, the he's shooting her after her first. First of all, she's running, and then he shoots at yeah. her. Yeah. And I'm like, what? Like, then she would have got shot. They're in a hallway. Like, how do you know? Okay, true. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then she's, like, by the railing that overlooks the store, and then, I don't know, she, like, goes, like, she's, like, hanging off the railing, and then he dives at her, and then he goes off. And then he, like, lands on the tree, and the machine gun popping thing happens again. Right. Yeah, actually, this was, this was a really gross image, and mm-hmm. it's kind of my favorite part of the whole book, because I'm just, like, here is a really gross electrified dead body wrapped up in Christmas lights. Yeah. That's a good image. Yeah, and then this is the zap chapter. Yeah. And I was like, is Ricky there? <laughs> Yeah, me too. That was my thought too. Ricky Instagrammed that. Damn it. I was like, are we getting zap guns? Yeah. That's the next gift for Reva, zap yeah. guns. And then the the final chapter is called Real Feelings. Oh wait, no, Hank comes up. No, before this. Oh. After the machine gun thing. Then Hank comes and he's like, I like saw everything and I taped it and like I'm here for you. Yeah. It's like, oh, and like falls into his arms. Yeah. And I'm like, what? That'll last like two days. Yeah. Um, so now we're into the real feelings chapter because it took 100, 213 pages for Reva to Listen, get some real feelings. This is where her heart grew three, <laughs> three sizes. Oh! <laughs> She's oh the my Grinch. God, this is a Grinch retelling. It is a Grinch <laughs> You didn't know that? I just got it. She's the Grinch. I'm slow. Her little brother is the the reindeer dog. Yes. <laughs> oh. oh my God! I am full of mystery solving, and you are just killing it with these theories. Man. I have the best theories tonight. I know. I'm so slow. <laughs> so they're at the police station, and they're waiting for I guess Pam to come out, and. Basically, this is their, like, aw, everybody hug moment. Yeah. Um, so they all have to go. And she's like, I don't think anything bad can happen to me because it's my first offense, and they're only charging me with trespassing. And then. <laughs> Not being an accessory to murder, for real. Right. Yeah. Like, dude, that guard's family is pissed. And then she makes a New Year's resolution. Reva makes a New Year's resolution. Resolution. resolution to never lose her feelings again and let's see how long that lasts i'm gonna go until the next christmas because <laughs> sorry reva we got gotta get two more books out of you <laughs> well i hope in silent night too that whoever comes at her comes at her hard <laughs> is this uh foxy slash rob dude uh-huh. like weak well we started off strong yeah, yeah, he did. But then it just went downhill from there. Yeah, he just, he needed to keep up the, the tempo. And yeah. And totally dropped the ball. So my prediction is Mickey because of what happened to his dad. Ooh, yeah. And then he'll get Clay to join in because he's a loose cannon. That's a good one. Yeah. I like it. Um, we have a lot of sweaters in this book. It's winter time. And yeah. all the, are the sweaters. sweaters. Reva and I can probably be really bitchy friends because we both like sweaters and we're mean and we're gingers. We have eight, <laughs> eight sweaters in this book. Nice. Wow. Yeah. 
it's not it's not a drawer of sweaters but it is still it's a pretty sweater. close yeah uh three kills is that what you guys wait you're down. no mitch Guard, mitch oh wakely wakely yeah i yeah. counter him yeah yeah okay three kills uh romances i just have reba and herself <laughs> no. foxy and, uh, okay I'll, I'll, foxy and foxy and pam, pam. okay i mean pam was kind of drippy but foxy is better than all of us right okay foxy and pam and he did like stick up for his girl yeah like it's true. That's what the whole thing was about. Is that bad? Guys, I'm putting my camera back on because I have to show you the cover of Silent Night 3. Oh, Silent Night 3. Oh, it's Mannequin! <laughs> oh. Yeah. Did they come alive? I don't know. Let's find out. They also have, like, blood dripping from their mouths, so maybe they're vampire mannequins. Yes. Vampire mannequins. <laughs> so what else we got? Um, the only places I had was Dolby's and then the 7-Eleven was on something called Mission Street. I was wondering if that was like the, like the, the, ghetto. the ghetto shopping area. Yeah, pretty sure it is. Yeah, okay. <laughs> references, I had shoulder pads. Ooh. Yes, shoulder pads. Yes. VHS recordings. VHS, VCRs. Uh, 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 Tauruses, are those out? Those aren't made anymore, are they? I think they are. Are they? So. I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think no, so. No, because Ford has all their like Fiesta yeah. and Focus. Focus. They're all F yeah. names. Uh, yeah. We had a Ford Taurus at one point. Did I you? remember that. Yeah, I remember that because I'm a Taurus. So uh, I was very me too. Yeah. And there's Walkmans in this Walkmans. one. There was a but Walk there's also CDs. Yeah, there are. So you can tell it's early 90s. Yeah. Are yeah. we counting CDs as data references? Uh, I mean, probably. I know. Whenever they went into the electronics department, I was like, this is going to be like a treasure trove of <laughs> references. Let's go. <laughs> um, Pam's house was on Fear Street. That was our Fear Street. Like, yeah. Link. Link. Yeah. I didn't have any reoccurring characters. Did, no, did you recognize anybody's name? Uh-uh. I don't think anybody is in has been in any of the books. Before. No, but I wrote down all their names, so just in case we show back up. Mitch isn't okay. gonna show back up, obviously. But Maybe Aww, poor Mitch. before he dies. Yeah. Oh. One. Oh, There's that's true. This many. is pretty early. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. All right. No fears. No ancient evils. Yes. That you know of. Yeah. Yet. <laughs> Do we have theories besides? I had a lot yeah. of theories. Yeah. So I definitely think that the uh, weirdness of Shady Side or of Fear Street is leaking out. Um, oh, also, if you live on Fear Street, you might gain some sort of like mutant superpowers and then pass it on to your children. Yeah. What else do I think about? 99% of the budget, the police budget, <laughs> side goes to the Fear Street Division. Mm -hmm. So there are no ballistics or any other CSI. Um, party line. Yeah. That's a reoccurring <laughs> theory. My theory is that Mr. Dalby is a beautiful criminal <laughs> mastermind. Cassie's theory is that Mr. Dalby is Ocean's Eleven. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's Danny Ocean. 
Um, and my PSA, like, I haven't been doing PSAs, I don't feel like, yeah, but like, I, the PSA... I, yeah, I, I had a request to bring those back. Okay, yeah, yeah, I know you did. So, I feel like the PSA for this one is, like, one, do not be a psycho bitch who steals people's boyfriends and is mean to everyone, because then you won't have friends. So, one, don't be Reva. But also, like, do not open giant packages dripping with blood. Like, <laughs> Like, kids, kids, listen, come, come close. Come close to Aunt Cassie. If you get a present under the Christmas tree and it's a giant box dripping for, with something red, do not open it, okay? You'll thank me later. <laughs> oh, okay, uh, I, I, have a, I have a fashion question. Uh, at one point, I think it was Mitch who was wearing a white sweatshirt and chinos. What are chinos? Khaki. I mean, I've heard them a million times in, like, books like these, but I've never, I don't know what they I are. I think they're fancy khakis. Are they, yeah, they, I, I don't actually know. Are they, like, pleated khakis? I think so. Yeah. Not a good outfit. That's so what vanilla. You know those khaki, pleated khakis that uh, Carlton used to wear on Fresh Prince? Yeah. I think that's it. That's, like, what I think of when I think of pleated khakis, pretty much. So that outfit that she described that he was wearing, mm -hmm. I pictured Carlton Banks in that white sweater that he wore with the, with the pleated khakis. Yeah. That's what I was picturing. I was like, he instantly became Carlton Banks in my head. Okay, well, Carlton dead. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. Carlton. Uh. I don't know what I'm going to give this for a rating. Uh, I, think, I think I know. Oh, I didn't love it, but I didn't hate it. It wasn't enough prank. <laughs> All right, I'll go first with the ratings. Torture. Now. Okay. I'm giving it 3.5 department store mannequins out of five. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm going to give it four out of five superfluous car chases. This book was so long, I already forgot about the car chases. There were so many car chases. Like, what the fuck is the speed limit in Shadyside? Is there one? Uh, I guess that's my theory. There's no speed limit. They don't have the budget for that. The only time I talked about speed limit was whenever he was like, slow down! And she's like, I'm only going 15. Right, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> she's like, dude. I was like, are they high? Yes. What a, what, what a whim! That. Okay, that is my theory about this book. They're high? They're high. The because, drugs back to drugs. Yes. Yeah, because when you're high, like, you're always like, oh my god, we're going so fast. And then you like, look down, you're going like 20. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm going to give it 3.5 out of 5 um, boyfriend stealers. <laughs> so... Um, <laughs> five boyfriend stealers Riva, Suki and Riva and Suki <laughs> and Riva again I was going to ask why Reva and Suki weren't friends, but honestly, I think Suki would punch Reva in the face. Oh my god, oh, Reva totally. would not put up with her no, shit. No, no way. way. But also, I feel like... With Ricky. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> they basically had to, like, hold her back. <laughs> it's true. <sighs> All right. What are you guys reading, watching, you know, the fun stuff? Mm-hmm. Cassie? Um, well, I'm finally watching Stranger Things. <laughs> I, 
I bit the bullet and I made my roommate watch with me so she could tell me when to close my eyes. Um, so it, it's been good. I really like the first season. Um, I only had to like close my eyes for extended periods of time, I think maybe twice. Um, so it's really good. Uh, yeah, I really liked it. Um, so I'm watching season two now. We're only one, maybe two episodes in. Um, and then reading wise, I'm so I'm not reading a lot. I still like I don't have a lot of time. Um, I'm listening to a ton of audiobooks though. Like that's all not a ton, not as much as I used to. So um, I finished last week the audiobook for La Belle Sauvage, which is the prequel to the His Dark Material series by Philip Pullman. Didn't know there was a prequel. Yeah, there's a prequel. Um, it's really good. It just came out um, maybe like a month ago, three weeks ago. So um, it's it's good. It's not. I mean, it's like kind of about Lyra, but she's a baby, so um, she's like very much a part of the story, but it has a different main character. So it's really good. If you like his dark materials, definitely read it. Um. So I'm reading a book called A Good Idea by Christina Maracho. And it's like a, it was something I was supposed to read before Halloween, but didn't get time to. But I got it from the library, so I just decided to read it anyway. And the cover's like super creepy, isn't it? Is that the bathtub in the woods? Yeah, the bathtub in the woods. Is it a horror novel? It's like a mystery. I haven't gotten to any horror parts yet, but I think it's supposed to be. That is a great cover. I know. That is one of the best covers I've seen in a long time. I know. It's like the only thing that could make it better is if there was like a baby doll laying on the ground. (laughs) If there was a baby doll laying on the ground or in the tub. (laughs) But, um, um, and it came out like earlier this year. Yeah. So it's not like a super new book or anything, but just something I wanted to read. Uh, I'm watching, hmm, what am I watching? I finished Stranger Things, like, the second season, just, like, last week, and it gets really good at the end, so you guys are, like, in for a treat, both of you. Um, hmm, nothing else, I think I'm just, like, I'm always, every time we do this podcast, I'm always, like, in the middle of, like, just finishing something, I'm looking for something <laughs> to do. You know, I know. <coughs> yeah. So I am watching Stranger Things as well. I'm a little farther than you, Cassie. I'm on episode five. Um, it's getting really good, so I can't wait to finish it. I just haven't had any time at all. Well, um, you did watch 31 horror movies, so. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you did watch 31 horror movies. And then I am reading a book called um, Men, Women, and Chainsaws, uh, gender, <laughs> gender in the Modern Horror Movie. And oh, cool. It's really good so far because I'm a big nerd and I like books like that. <laughs> um, do you guys mind if I do a little, I guess, advertisement thing? No. Uh, so, also, I just was had a short story published in a short story anthology that came out uh, last week. It's a real book. It is a real book. Published author. You can get it as an ebook or as a paperback. Um, it's called Steampunk Fairy Tales, Volume 3, and my story is called The Mechanical Part. So if you like steampunk, pick it up. 
There's some really good stories in there. I can't wait to read it. Um, yeah, I'm going to grab it. I love steampunk. Yeah, it's pretty Sweet. cool. There's some good stories in there. Um, all right. I think, uh, you guys have anything else to say? No. No. Next month we're reading the New Year's party. Yes. Mm -hmm. Um, and that will be our first episode of 2018. Holy crap. Yeah. So I... I guess that's about it. Yeah. Uh, we hope you all have a good holiday and don't have to listen to the same little drummer boy over and over again like Reva. <laughs> that's why she was so pissed off. She yeah, I don't blame her. Sing Between that and Grandma got run over by a reindeer. Oh, yeah, she really didn't like that. Yeah. <laughs> um, remember to rate, review, subscribe, follow us on Twitter, all of the things they'll be in the description you know what to do please rate please if you like us yeah all right and remember you have been warned come to fear street and you're dead mm-hmm.